Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chat. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Bottom of the fifth, Blue Jays batting, leading Washington 5-3. The Oilers have signed Sam Gagne and Brandon Sutter to professional tryout agreements. Uh, training camp coming up in about uh, what a little over three weeks. The, uh, ca- uh, the captain's skates are going to start on uh, Tuesday September 5th. Also, uh, keep in mind some programming changes on Tuesday, September 5th here on 6.30. Chet Bob Stoffer, which has, uh, he's been the host of Oilers Now uh, from noon to 2 for how long now? I think he's at 12 years uh, on Chet. He, uh, he's still going to be the host. That show is going to be from 5 to 7 p.m. starting next week. And uh, Inside Sports will still be with you. It'll be on from 7 to 8 p.m. So uh, we'll kind of have some uh, Oilers and sports-focused stuff from 5 to 8 here on Ched. And uh, Oilers now 5 to 7. Inside Sports, still here. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. It's going to be on from 7 to 8. And, of course, we're talking a lot about the Edmonton Elks tonight. I was off the line. Here's the thing, Kellen. So I go on holidays, and the Elks win two games. Right. So if the Elks lose on Labor Day, I'm just going to have to take more time off. Yeah. Apparently they That's only it. win when I'm formally on holidays. I was thinking about that last week. Uh, I'm not sure if we made the joke That's on air or not. It's but the we, only we, solution. We, 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 myself <laughs> and Dave were thinking about that last I, week. We're I can't about see that. any other explanation. No, but seriously. <laughs> uh, great they got the victories. Uh, so... On Saturday, I got a uh, big thanks to Jeff Robiard at Horse Racing Alberta. I was able to go to Century Mile to take in the Canadian Derby and some of the other races. First of all, Ryan Nugent Hopkins' horse, he co-owns Infinite Patience, and the six-year-old won the Northlands Distaff for the second straight year. Really good race. Infinite Patience in a duel with Orange Theory down the stretch. They were neck and neck, and Infinite Patience able to uh, pull away and uh, get the win. Really exciting race. So Infinite Patience now with 17 wins in 23 career starts. That's good. That is good. That's uh, good in any sport, especially in uh, horse racing. Dominant. Uh, Very good stuff. So uh, congratulations to uh, the Nuge. And infinite. I mean, I guess the horse did all the work. Well, I guess some of the humans work on it as well. <laughs> uh, also, and then the Canadian Derby. Well, by the way, I bet on Nuge's horse. You don't. You don't win much on Nuge's horse. It was a heavy favorite. Okay. Uh, and then the Canadian Derby went off. Ninety-fourth running of the Canadian Derby. Really exciting. Good vibe at the track. A belief in this living. One. Uh, heroic move. 
had the lead and was trying to go virtually wire to wire, just could not hang on. That was the horse I uh, I bet on. Uh, a belief in this living came along and uh, edged out American Blaze, an accidental hero, to win the 94th uh, Canadian Derby. So uh, a good environment there. At uh, You know what? I think that was the first time I'd seen live racing at Century Mile. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, COVID was in the middle of all this. I, uh, I went there for some... Uh, media uh, events or an event when it was opening up so I'd been at the track there's the website HPI bet where you can live stream races and bet on so I had watched the the derby online before but I believe that was my first time ever at the track for actual racing so thanks to Jeff Robiard at uh, Horse Racing Alberta for having us out so I I, I took my uh, my mom and dad and uh, now uh, when Jeff was in touch to say, hey, you know, do you want to go and stuff? Uh, it was around the time I told my story about my mom booing the Elks when they were being shut out for the, by the Lions, and he said, your mom can boo. But she, <laughs> she's allowed but my, to boo. But my mom is not a booer. That time she booed the Elks offense, that was the only time she's ever booed. Right. And she's certainly not going to boo horses. Because <laughs> that would be just rude, Yeah. and, and the horses wouldn't care. Yeah, it's not going to understand what's happening like, anyway. Where's my carrot? I've been told to run. I'm just running. Yes, I'm just trying to run as <laughs> as fast as I can. So anyway, that was pretty cool. Uh, the the fringe was last week. That's always a highlight for me. Um, a lot of festivals at Edmonton. A lot to do in in Edmonton and area in the summer. That that's the one for me. Um, I I absolutely love the fringe. I volunteered for uh, the eighth time. I have not volunteered eight consecutive years. I think it's eight in the eight of the last eleven. I did box office again this year. Uh, really enjoyed doing that. Uh, got out to see some shows. I will say. Um, I, I, maybe it's sold out. Or I saw the show called Rat Academy. So it's it's a, a two-person show, mm-hmm. and uh, it's two people playing the the last two rats in Alberta, I believe is the premise. Nice. Because <laughs> nice. as, as we know, Alberta is rat-free mm-hmm. and uh, extremely funny, extremely well-performed. Uh, I mean, there is a story, and they have a script, but there's also some improv and some audience interaction. The costumes are just outrageous. Uh, so Rat Academy was really good. They're held over. I believe Seven Minutes in Kevin is held over as well. That's another great show, a one-person show. Kevin Galise, who's part of the uh, legendary uh, improv duo Scratch, who I, mm-hmm. uh, I saw during the festival as well, he, he's held over. You can go to the Fringe website. But I just wanted to mention that, you know, some local talent and uh, the Fringe, an incredible festival. There's a couple bad weather days, but hey, sometimes that happens. So I had fun doing that uh, as I usually do. 780-496-0063. We do have Morley Scott coming up at the bottom of the hour with the Elks this week. But of course, a lot of you want to talk about the Elks. Uh, hit me with a couple more messages, Kellen. Well, you just answered one here from Fringe Frank. He said, Marie, did you see any Fringe shows worth mentioning and you mentioned a couple uh, I mentioned a couple uh, Paranorma PI was pretty good uh, I, I, I don't want to leave anybody out I mean I only saw, well I saw a dozen performances I saw Scratch twice now Scratch is improv so it's kind of like <laughs> two separate shows but they're uh, they're so good uh, I would say yeah my top three though like Scratch is almost in its own category because they're truly legends and it's improv, but I, but uh, Rat Academy, Seven Minutes and Kevin, uh, Paranorma PI, were good. I saw a show called The Family Crow. Mm. It was a one-person show, and the guy had a crow puppet on his head. 
that he manipulated the entire time. <laughs> and the only bad thing was we were in the back row. I would have I would have liked to get a closer view at the crow puppet. Fair how enough. many I wonder how many times that sentence has been said in the history of humanity. I would have liked to get a closer view of the crow puppet. Well, that's the stuff you get on inside <laughs> sports everybody. That's the stuff you get on inside sports. I think you and probably uh, free quarters of MST Free K fans wanted to take I, a look I, at the uh, the crow puppets. So I don't know what that is. All right. <laughs> uh, Jay in and says, uh, wow, I love that theory. Harkening back to Paulie and Macaulay's text from the last hour uh, in which I don't have to revisit again because, man, was that wordy. Holy smokes. But <laughs> uh, Paulie and Macaulay, a classic conspiracy theory suggestion. Maybe one of the best we've ever had on Inside Sports. Uh, there is neighborhood, well, I don't know what they call it, neighborhood reconstruction, neighborhood sprucing up. Neighborhood they're, they're, revitalization. They're, they're doing the sidewalks. They're, they're basically doing the sidewalks and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yes, areas, I don't know if it's all of Macaulay, but certainly around where my parents live is is being torn up. I mean, in some places there are no sidewalks. In some places you can't walk on the sidewalk. It's not convenient to get around or even to drive around or to park. Now, you can't park legally during the Elks games, but uh, still just to drive through. So Paulie and Macaulay suggested that the city teamed up with the Elks so the team was was bad and would lose all these home games while the neighborhood was being worked on. So therefore, people would not go to the stadium and would not get mad at the city for there being construction. That uh-huh. was Paulie's theory. I, I don't buy it, but maybe he has some evidence. I don't know. I, I don't buy it either. But anyway, <laughs> Zap texts in and says, FYI, the Elks have not lost since I picked up my canned ham t-shirt. Thanks, oh, Reid. So there you go. Well, who knows what the connection is, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, wear that t-shirt to the game. Maybe they'll get a few more wins. Maybe they'll get the, the, the nine wins that we need you know, to get into the playoffs. So that'd be great. Moving up the uh, text line here, we're going to go to Easton, who texted in and said, I still don't have a lot of faith in Chris Jones, but Trey Ford is fun to watch. Too bad he wasn't the guy all season. Uh, The Elks would probably have at least two more wins and be ahead of Calgary. That's from Easton. Yeah, well, uh, look, there's there even even when you win, sometimes there's going to be criticism and as I said, the team is still 2 and 9, so there's there's things you can look at and say, "Oh, hey man." Um Trey Ford was talked about a lot. I mean, he was, it was interesting earlier in the year. He was, uh, I feel, I felt sometimes like more people were talking about a player who wasn't playing than the guys who were playing. Certainly better quarterback play would have netted them a couple of wins at some point and better play calling. Don't forget they, they changed the offensive coordinator as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we're thinking about what could have been, um, if they had two more wins, they'd be four and seven, which isn't a great record either, but they'd be in better position for a playoff spot than they are now. Having said that, as I mentioned earlier, I think Trey Ford provides some hope for the future, and I'm not just talking about the remaining seven games this season. I'm talking about 2024 and beyond because he's looking like he can be a, le- a legitimate player here in the CFL. Mm-hmm. Um uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, we got Morris texting again. Morris says, completely different team to watch. Ford is the best QB uh, the Elks have had since Riley left. Glad to see Jackson is willing to spice it up with his play calling. That's from Morris. Different play calling for sure. Different approach to the running game. Uh, a little more variety with the passing game. A little deeper down the field. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to rehash the past all the time, but sure, that's been a weakness for for the for the franchise since Ricky Ray was traded. I mean, you had 
Uh, you had Nichols, Kerry Joseph, uh, Giles was back. And then Riley came along and you had an all-star for, for three or four years. You had a great cup. And then, uh, well, you had Trevor Harris, who had some good moments. Uh, you had, uh, who else have we had? Arbuckle played a game, obviously Corny. Uh, was it Logan Kilgore, the guy who bit his tongue and was was bleeding? Uh-huh. Now I, I I'm not ready to anoint Ford quite yet as a star, but the potential certainly is there for him to be the best quarterback since Riley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, laser-faced Larry bringing uh, some, uh, well, uh, I guess bringing us down to earth a little bit here and says, slow down, everyone. The Elks have two wins in 11 games, which is nothing to get excited about. They still don't have a chance against the upper-tier teams of the league. Once defenses figure out Ford, I think the Elks will once again be looking for a true starter. Well, and there we go. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the defenses are going to be, Calgary's going to be pouring over tape at Trey Ford trying to figure him out. So that's the challenge for Trey Fort. I, I think he has the physical skills. Now does he have the mental game to adjust, to figure it out, to prepare uh, for himself? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, on one hand, I get that. Settle down. They're still 2-9. and nine. Fair enough. But I think we got to acknowledge the offense has looked different the last three games as opposed to the first eight. And it gives you some hope. And it gives you some hope to think, hey, even if they don't, win a bunch they're going to move the ball and start building something here so i i know laser face larry has texted in frequently and uh and isn't always happy which is mm-hmm. fair there I, there wasn't a lot to be happy about the first nine weeks of the season but let's let's see what ford can do yes they're going to adjust to him but let's see what i can do what he can do that's that's let trey be, cook you gotta let him cook exactly let him cook. All right. Uh, do we anything else you want to get in? One, one more, more quick one yeah. here. One more from Deborah who texts in, and she's excited about the PTO announcement today because she's saying, "Read, I'm calling it right now." Sam Gagne is the first player Connor McDavid hands the Stanley Cup to in June. Well, that, hey, wow. I I don't know if Gagne is going to be on the team, but Deborah will remember that prediction, and that would be. Uh, that, that would be pretty special for sure. That's what they're shooting for. Okay, thanks for the uh, feedback coming in. We'll take a quick timeout, and uh, we'll get to Morley Scott, Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Okay, I, I just watched uh, a video on Instagram that the uh, Elks posted of, uh, of Chris Jones talking to the team after yesterday's win, gave the game ball to Trey Ford, and Trey Ford said, this should feel normal to us. And, and, that's, and that's the challenge. Uh, losing can become... 
a, a habit. Winning can become a habit and an expectation as well as Morley Scott joins me. And, and yes, Morley, of course, I've gotten a couple messages tonight saying slow down. They're still two and yep. nine. And yeah, Morley, uh, uh, you know, if you look at the odds, odds are they're still going to miss the playoffs. Uh, but they're trying to start somewhere. I mean, you and I in, in different capacities and in different lengths of time, uh, you know, saw the Oilers go through uh, 10 years without a playoff spot. And, and yeah, at, at there were points in that where winning felt impossible. There were points in this elk season where scoring a touchdown felt impossible. <laughs> so yes, I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the year. They still could finish two and sixteen. That's still on the table. But but hopefully this is the start of something because I do feel Trey Ford has inspired hope in the fan base. You're right. I don't know what's going to happen either, but it's going to be fun to find out. That's, that's I think, the most important thing is they got a chance. Now, you feel like when they go into a game, they've got a chance to win it, and that's going to be a pretty cool feeling moving forward. And, man, Labor Day is ex- going to be exciting, I think. Well, and that's an interesting buildup now, right? And we're, and we're, and we're going to be talking about that a, a lot this week. Calgary's not having a good year. They're 3-8. They have allowed the most points in the league. Um, they're interesting, though, because when they're on the game, they, they can attack, especially through the air. Yeah, they can. Jake Mayer, he's leading the league in, in passing yards, right? So he can get the ball downfield. There's no doubt about that. So they're they're not a great team, but they can beat you if they if they get going and and you know do a couple of things right and and if you make a few mistakes here and there. So yeah, they're they're not a, a guaranteed win. That's for sure. Nobody's a guaranteed win when you're two and nine, right? Just like for Calgary, nobody's a guaranteed win when you only have three wins on the season. So yeah, it, it should be a good couple of games. I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. You were mentioning uh, you're talking about the quarterbacks. Um, and uh, you mentioned Logan Kilgore. I was messaging with Logan Kilgore today. I was trying to get him to come on the show tonight uh, and and talk about uh, that game back in October of 2019 that he was the last winning quarterback at home. Uh, he said he would love to, uh, but he couldn't tonight uh, because he's very busy. He's a coach with the Denver Broncos. Uh, with oh, Sean wow. Payton. Yeah, <laughs> with Sean Payton, the Denver Broncos. He's one of their quarterback coaches, so he's, uh, he's, he's teaching up Russell Wilson, I guess. Yes, right? Uh, and uh, he said it's cut down day, and we got personnel meetings long into the night, and he just wouldn't be able to get away. So we're going to try and touch base in the next couple of weeks, and we'll get him on the Elks this week. But I'll share the message that he had uh, for everybody uh, when uh, when we do the Elks this week a little bit uh, later on. Well, coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, who, do, who do you have, by the way? Who would you wrangle? Uh, we're going to talk to Blake Dermott, and we're going to look back to, to, to the win yesterday and, uh, and uh, share a couple of things from that. So uh, I want to get your take, too, just in the final 40 seconds, because yep. I want to talk about Trey Ford. Quarterbacks, as we know, get maybe too much blame and, and too much praise sometimes. Uh, if you had to pick three stars yesterday from yesterday, who would be your other two? Ah, oh, geez. Uh, I would pick Kevin Brown because I like the way he played. Uh, and uh, uh, de- defense, I mean, you can pick a lot of guys on defense. Uh, Jake Ceresna was real good on defense. Uh, there's a few guys you can pick. That's that's a good sign, isn't it, when you have trouble picking out the best three players in a game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, have a good show, Morley. You bet. Thank you. Elks this week coming up. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer with Escott filling in tomorrow from noon to 2. Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Have a good night. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law.